Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> goblins and ghouls, it's October, it's Halloween, and we're back with a very special haunted episode of Post Post, known as Ghost Post. I am joined... Ah! Thank you. I am joined by my fellow ghouls. We've got Max. It's Haunted Max. Haunted Max. We have Funke. We have Malia. (laughs) Jeepers Creepers, guys. Yep. We have Daniel. Brains. <laughs> I thought you were just going to make a Minecraft zombie voice for I thought second. you were going to say bruh. <laughs> I should have said both of those things. Yeah. And uh, we have me, Farouk Hai. Um, like I said, it's October, it's Halloween. Um, and for this very special episode... I wanted to talk about the scariest stuff on the internet, which, uh, you know, of course, are the the horror stories that instead of telling by the campfire, we tell online. I'm talking creepypastas, the Slendy Man, Squidward Suicide, RIP to him, man. Uh, oh, too all soon, that, really. Yeah. yeah, all of that stuff. Before his time. Yeah, how are we how are we doing this Halloween? What are we going as for do we have our costumes ready? Are we ready to scare people? What is everyone going as? Funky, why don't you start since you I already I just showed y'all my costume. That's why I was silent. Yeah, but the viewers didn't know. True. I'm going as Pearl. Shoot me, okay? I like the horror movie and I'm gonna go as a horror movie character. You can't all be Pearl. I feel like people online overestimate how much people know Pearl. Like, yes, it's a twenty-four movie, but it's not even. I don't think it's at the level like Hereditary or Midsummer or yeah, any of those other in terms of popularity. We're saying it's a twenty-four movie, but it's not the twenty-four movie. Mm So true. I think it's actually good though. I don't want to shit on it. I think that one's way better than X, which I don't like. Still, damn. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a prequel to X, but yeah, I'm going as as Pearl from Pearl. I bleached my brows. I got the axe and the dress. We out here. How about Let's y'all? Go. It's like, uh, of course, I left it to the last minute. Um, and last year my hair was still pink, and I went as Lady Bird, but I don't think I can do that again. Mm-hmm. I could. I that would be the third time I dressed up as Lady Bird, and you can't just Damn. <laughs> I just need to change my hair. So I was thinking of going as like like mid nineties Gwen Stefani, but just sort of like sidestepping all of like the culturally appropriative things that she managed to do during that period. Ideally, How are you gonna do that? You know, surprisingly easy. You know, don't put a bindi <laughs> on. Um, don't mm. wear any headdresses. Don't you know dress like a chola like. I mean, that does definitely limit your options, and I probably will just look like a Y2K, like, Depop girly, <laughs> but I'll know. I'll know that I'm Gwen Stefani. True. I like Max, it. you got a costume? This one's going to scare everyone, so... 
just a warning. Um, so you guys like it? You guys have heard of anime at least if you if you don't like it. What's that? Yeah, I um, have. You have, but maybe some of the viewers haven't. I haven't. I don't know. Daniel. Hasn't. Daniel hasn't heard of it. Anime is a medium for which you can view a, <laughs> a story. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm getting it now. Basically, oh. I'm going as Shinji Ikari for Halloween from the hit series oh. Neo Genesis Evangelion. From, from anime, from the hit show anime. <laughs> from, yes. from the show anime. I'm such a big fan of that show anime. <laughs> Do you I have, have a plug suit? How's it working? I don't. I'm going to get, like, the little, like, Ava antennas or whatever that they have for when you go inside the Ava. So I'm going to, like, make them myself. But I just have my white shirt Ooh. and a blue undershirt under it, my jeans. In my white And some white shoes. Let's go. Classic Shinji. We better get a photo of you doing the pose where your, ha- your well, face like, is in your hands not for the like gram. Yeah, 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 I'll definitely do that. Thank you, thank you. Daniel, what about you? Okay, well, this might disappoint the call, but I'm not don't a big Halloween that. guy. I don't have a <gasps> costume. The last no. time I dressed up, was like first year um my friend asked me if i wanted to get chipotle on halloween because they were doing like free meals or cheaper meals if you showed up in costume so i put on a rice bag and then i just went to chipotle so if i do have to fill it in you went as rice i went as a bag of rice and i'm probably gonna do that again (laughs) (laughs) like go to chipotle or just dress up as a bag of rice just dress up as a bag of rice how big okay, was the rice bag news. that you put on? Just like um, you know, like the ones that'll last your family like half a year. Yeah. Daniel gets the big <laughs> rice bags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just cheaper that way, and also like, I'm lucky. I'm like a small guy. I can just fit in there. So uh, you can't it's perfect. fit in the whole thing. Uh, I, I wear it like a top. It. It's a top. <laughs> you cut the holes at the arm. I cut the holes at the arms, and then a hole for the, my oh head. Oh my yeah. god. Beautiful. Paper bag princess ass fit. <laughs> yep. I never got to like do the ghost sheet thingy with uh, the circles for the eyeballs, so this is my version of that. Yes. <laughs> the rice You're bag so ghost. Funny. How about That's you, my favorite creepy pasta. Uh, I'm going as I'm also going anime. Uh, I will be going as Crollo from Hunter Hunter because nice. my hair is long now and I it's middle really part nice. it. Thank you. When bitches get a little bob, that's me. Uh, so I'm I'm doing the fit where he's got the the suit on and his hair's down in a middle part, and he's got like the headband on. So I have a I have the suit and I have his red book that he uses for his powers, and I have the headband and I have his earrings. And yeah, I'll be I got, I'm gonna have that shit on though, you know. That's perfect. Just yeah, like, thank you for the reference image for all the people who don't know anime <laughs> who are listening to this audio podcast. Uh, but yeah, so that's, you know, we're talking about Halloween and I, it's, it's October, it's scary times. And so I wanted to talk about creepypastas for this episode because uh, honestly, when we first started this podcast and we started like talking about doing a podcast again, and I was coming up with topics for us to ev- eventually pull from um, 
for future episodes and stuff, this was one of the first things that came to mind of like, oh, we're talking about the internet and internet culture. Creepypastas would be an amazing October-themed episode. And so I've actually been really looking forward to uh, kind of talking about this. I've been planning this. I've been having it in my brain, like wanting to talk about this kind of stuff because this was stuff that I was very into when I was a lot younger. For people who don't know, creepypastas are horror-related legends that have been shared around the internet. And creepypasta has since become a catch-all term for any horror content posted onto the internet. These internet entries are often brief, user-generated paranormal stories intended to scare readers. Um, While some creepypastas um, can include topics that are just kind of generic, like zombies, ghosts, murder, etc. Some original characters, like the Slender Man, which we will be talking about uh, today. Um, And then there's also kind of parodies of popular media. So there are a lot of creepypastas of, like, TV shows and video games, such as the Lavender Town creepypastas with Pokemon, or Squidward Suicide with Spongebob, um... Other notable creepypastas are stuff like Jeff the Killer, um, Smile Dog, all those creepy internet images that you may or may not have seen. Um, If you haven't seen them, don't Google it. They're kind of scary. I don't. I think everyone should Google Jeffrey. Actually, (laughs) (laughs) don't Google Jeff. So evil. It's actually scary. Like I didn't want to say it on the pod because there's freaks out there, and if yeah. I don't want to let people know what I'm scared of, but that is fucking scary. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's a basic kind of overview of kind of what creepypastas are. They're just like original user-generated stories based around whatever kind of media intended to scare you. Um, I kind of wanted to start off by kind of asking y'all, growing up, like, what is your history with creepypastas and in general but also specifically slender man like growing up were you familiar with these did you read any of them when it comes to slender man did you play the game before i made y'all watch marble hornets which we'll talk about later um had were you aware of this web series before i introduced it you know like what is just your context before you know gearing up for this episode growing up Whoever wants to start. I remember. Max, you want to go? They can go. All right. Um, well, yeah, I remember just, like, in high school, um, I-, I had a phase. Uh, me and my friends in general just had a phase where we would, like, hyperfixate on certain um, creepypastas. Uh, I remember very vividly the big one was Ben Drowned, um, mm-hmm. which was about, like, what a haunted... Um, uh, was it Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask cartridge? Uh, was, I think it was Majora's has, Mask. Yeah, Majora's Mask. Because um, it was like, the really creepy thing was the Elegy of Emptiness statue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like a really creepy Link smile on it. And um, like part of that whole thing was like a kid died somewhere, drowned. His soul got trapped in the cartridge. Um, it was really scary. And like when you're fucking 14 and you like want to believe that technology is magic, um, you believe in these paranormal things even though like a quick google search disproves it max isn't that who your cat is named after majora yeah (laughs) your cat's named after a creepy pasta (laughs) the name of the game (laughs) which is the creepiest legend of zelda game yeah it is 
You're just asking for a haunted pet at that point. I mean, she <laughs> she, she basically is. Yeah. Loki. <laughs> um, were, oh, yeah. were you familiar with Slenderman at all? Uh, yeah. Um, also around that time, uh, I did watch a lot of horror YouTubers. I loved Marky Plyer and all that shit. Yeah. So um, I did watch him play Slenderman, him and some other people. I thought it was just mm-hmm. fun. Uh, I I cannot play horror games for the life of me, but I am just so curious about them. Like, I just, I have FOMO about it, so I want to see everything out to the end. And especially with mm-hmm. something like Slenderman or Five Nights at Freddy's, you just want to see what the hubbub is about. Um, so I do remember just watching gameplay and just sitting half the time in the comment sections, not actually watching anything. Um, and just, like, reading theories on Marble Hornets and all that shit, because that was, like, the fun part for me, was just engaging with, like, the lore and all that other shit. I remember when you mentioned something about Five Nights at Freddy, and I was like, how do you know that? Like, you knew the lore of the bite of 87. Like, oh, I didn't yeah, even, I did. I, I didn't know what the bite of 87 was, and then you were like, I think that was your <laughs> Discord name for a while as well. And I looked it up, and it was the first time in the Five Nights world where an animatronic bit a person, right? Yeah. True. Uh, I believe so. Uh, and a kid ended up getting pos- like possessing an animatronic because of it. I, I'm rusty on the lore, but yeah, I think that's what happened. Um, Whoa. So they're like souls of people? Yeah. Yeah, there are guys in there, I'm pretty like sure. Like kids, specifically. Oh my Whoa. gosh. Yeah. It's this is all true and real, by the way. <laughs> yeah. This actually happened. All of this uh, to say, yeah, uh, I, I was very aware of like creepypastas, marble hornets, and ARGs. Uh, I think they were a fun rabbit hole to dive down in like 2014. Mm-hmm. Word. Uh, Max, what about you? Uh, yeah, I was pretty familiar with Slenderman. I definitely remember watching like a bunch of Marvel Hornets videos like in high school. But like creepypastas in general, I knew about like all the Pokemon stuff, like Lavender Town stuff and all that stuff. Anything creepy that had to do with Pokemon, I was like consuming. <laughs> but in terms of like. The whole gambit of creepypasta stuff, I feel like that's more of a more, like, a recent thing for me. Like, I've been watching, or the past, like, four years, I've been watching, like, JStation videos and stuff. Like, don't call mm. blank at 4 a.m. <laughs> or, like, don't, like, yes. <laughs> you know, anything with, like, a crazy, like, clickbait title, I will watch that video. And so I think creepypastas are super fun to, like, watch as an adult with, like, a formed brain to be like, oh, this is, like, this is funny. Like, these are, you know, someone invented this thing up to, like, you know, scare up kids. And I think that's really cool. Isn't that everything? I'm (laughs) so curious. What are these videos like? Because, like, when I think of creepypastas, (laughs) I'm thinking of, like, you know, like, that 20 or that, like, 2011 pros, you know, they're typing up a little online, like it, it's written like a fucking fake Tumblr story or whatever. Yeah. Versus like these JStation videos, which are like everything about it is clickbait. How did? Do, how does? Are those still scary at all? Like, do you I know like if people do get scared by them in the comments and shit? A nine-year-old would get scared by them. Like, <laughs> they'd be like, "Oh no, JStation's like we actually terribly." So something like obviously happened here. Who is so, JStation? Like, you know this guy. So, JayStation, very controversial YouTuber, 
He um, he did something right. <laughs> he was from like Toronto. Was That's dead. your guy. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I remember you showed me this. What was that video? He, pre- he pretended his like, wife pretending was I'm dead. dead. Prank. Okay. That's. Fine. It was. It was a whole thing. Um, I'm gonna have to do a whole like. We're gonna have to do a station episode so I can show you guys more of his work. But yeah, uh, that's that's my scent with creepy pasta. I had a question about that too. Do you remember those videos we used to watch where it was like, "Don't call Among Us at 3 a.m." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was with a different guy, not J Station. No, N and N M D something. N A Productions or something. It was like N M D Productions or something. Yeah, videos? and he would start the video with a uh, fidget spinner and be like, if I can spin this fidget spinner, you have to subscribe and you have to hit the bell. And then he would spin it and then I had to subscribe and I had to hit the bell. If yeah. I can spin this fidget spinner for 10 seconds on my head, you have to subscribe. N and A Productions, yeah. yeah do not drink Among Us Potion at 3 a.m. OMG, I turned into Among Us. One of the best YouTube creators of our generation, honestly. Does this count as creepypasta to you guys? Yes. yes, I feel like this is modern creepypasta. Like the second it moved from like Reddit to YouTube, I feel like that was yeah. A, like five years later, the advancement decision. of yeah. creepypasta just when it's video. Like how Farouk said at the start, it's it, it began as text that people copied and pasted, but now it's just anything scary or meant to scare online. So I think that falls into that mm-hmm. category. Yeah, I mean, I as I'm long just, as oh, go ahead. I'm just like so caught up on um like the tone. I think that being so defining as part of, like, the creepypasta ambiance, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot more mystery uh, to these stories. Like, with Slenderman, um, you can always tell there's, like, some shit looming in the background. Same thing with, like, Ben Drowned and, um, like, Squidward Suicide. There's, like, they give you just enough info that, like, the holes that you have to fill in are where you get really scared. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and with something like, don't drink Among Us potion at 3 a.m. It feels a lot more just like... <laughs> There's something dark here, though. <laughs> Someone had to make that video. I feel like... like 10 minutes long so they can make money from the video, you know? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I feel like it is a question of, like, maybe how... Like, because you could say the same thing. Like, there's horror movies, right? And then there's horror comedies that are kind of slashery, mm. kind of thrilling, but kind of funny, you know? Something like a but, bodies, 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 or something. But like, I would still count those as like in the horror genre. So I would count this as creepypasta. I think and, the thing for me is just his intent, mm, right? Uh, I low key feel like NNA Productions. He's actually like this might be kind of scary for some. He, yes, that's what I was gonna say. He never <laughs> yeah. breaks character. Like he's not playing it for laughs at all. He's yeah. fully like, oh my god, I called Shrek at three a.m. He's going to kill everyone I know. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm so capturing fun. this on film. Please help me. Yeah, I feel as long as he's genuine about it, whether or not we find it funny, like as an outsider, is a different thing. I feel like as long as he's intending to try to be somewhat scary, I think it counts. Okay. Everyone watches posting. YouTube videos. Yeah, he posted the last three weeks ago. They're so good. Um, for me, horror has always been so weird. One of my best friends growing up. Uh, his dad worked on the Saw movies. He did the special effects, like the practical mm. effects. So he was super into horror movies, and I would always go over to their place, and his dad would have just like every DVD of, of 
every horror movie that was coming out or released right. in the past. So we would just watch them, and I remember being very scared of them and being like, "This is so fucked up! Ah, I hate scary movies." And one really twisted mm-hmm. me up, twisted my brain up. It was Insidious. I remember I got to the part where. They, like, go through the dead zone. I don't know if anyone's seen this movie here, Uncle. I have, yeah, yeah, They walk through the dead zone, and the dead zone, and this woman makes this creepy, creepy smile. But that was emblazoned on the back of my eyelids. Like, every time I closed my eyes, it was, it was just there. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, I feel like I started to realize that I enjoyed scary stuff or, or horror. But that was the, the only time that I really got nightmares. But from then, I, I would start reading stuff. And accidentally, just from going on YouTube early, I ran into a lot of screamers. Um, yeah. Which, if you don't know what screamer is, if it's when you're watching a video and you think it's about something, but it's actually just someone jumping at the screen and scaring you, like at at a random point in the video. The most famous one is is the car one, where mm-hmm. the car's slowly driving down the hill, down the green mountain, down, a, and then someone jumps up and, and scares you. Um. But after getting scared by those a lot and trying to learn how to levitate, that's what I that's how I got scared. I would always look up Chris Angel, how to levitate for real tutorial. Like actually do it. Because I was like, he's fucking levitating. How is nobody talking about this? And I'd be watching the tutorials and almost every tutorial was a screamer. It's fucked up. <laughs> what? Damn. But then I would watch Wait, I have As a Max question just really po- quick. Do those videos <laughs> yeah. still exist on YouTube? Like the Chris Angel you streamer check. videos? You're not going I to. I mean, I doubt scared. they would be removed. Okay. I'm not going to click and check if there's a screamer <laughs> in these videos. I, like, re-traumatize myself to get the information? Hell no. Um, hey, but can yeah. you jump in the murder factor real quick to <laughs> see if it still murders you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then I, I did watch a lot of Pokemon stuff. The Pokemon Lavender Town and Squidward Suicide, I remember watching those and being like, ah, ah, <laughs> this is scary. And then I stopped and I never read any anymore. Mm-hmm. And then someone showed me a picture of Jeff the Killer and I was like, it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not. Um, and then I played Slender the Game. Yes. Which was kind of scary, but not really. Because mm-hmm. I think I understood, like, horror games are usually more scary than, than horror movies for me, just because that sense of interactivity really pulls you into the world of the horror. Like, you, you feel like the man's going to kill you. But with Slender, it, I understood the parameters. I understood the objective and how the, the AI of Slender worked. So it wasn't even really that scary. Not to humble brag, but... I got it all the pages. It was too goal-oriented to be scary. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was chasing my bag. <laughs> True. Like the Slender Man. Catching the paper. Getting madder and madder as I stack more paper. Yup. <laughs> yup. Uh, Malia, what about you? Do you have any history with these images and stories before now? I have, until like very recently, had... A pretty much zero tolerance for anything scary. Like, I just, I just cannot, I couldn't handle it. Like, I'm talking like when I was in grade six, I saw the Michael Jackson thriller music video and I 
that gave me nightmares for a week. Yep. No. <laughs> That's nightmare fuel, like, actually. The part where he turns around. The part where he turns around. <laughs> yes, the part where he turns around. And just that as a concept, it, it, I just, I wasn't a fan. Like, I remember I first watched Shaun of the Dead. That was, like, the first, like, gory movie that I watched. And it's a comedy. And I, I understood that it was a comedy. I just, like, the zombie scared me so much. Like, I really have had trouble. Um, the most recent horror movie I watched was, uh, Midsummer, but I fell asleep about 20 minutes in. And so, to me, it's just a movie about a bunch of guys being pretty mean to a girl who's been through some very serious stuff. But I I heard she gets them back in the end. So that's nice. That's girl power. That's Let's girl go. boss. Um, you fell asleep? Matt's head explodes! It was like they had just gotten to the resort. Uh, resort. I don't know if you can call it that. The farm. The resort. I'd call it a resort. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> the getaway, the all inclusive. Uh but I did when I was in high school, I did I remember I had a friend that invited me over to play the Slenderman game and Whoa. I had made it pretty clear that like I wasn't interested and it was for me it was the opposite. Uh I wasn't that scared because I was completely not goal oriented at all i just they said that also the rule of the house when we were playing the game at the guy's house that i was over is that you had to play we were playing in the basement and he was like we have to have all the lights off and i was like well i just i was i was i was really uncomfortable but it was new friends so i wanted to play along so i just in the game i just turned (laughs) i just turned my flashlight off and just walked around and they were like, no, you have to turn your flashlight back on and start collecting stuff. And I was like, that was not in the rules that you said. So I basically <laughs> just walked around with my flashlight off until they... Because I watched other people play it, and the jump scares got me every single time. I was just... I just... I couldn't... I couldn't do it. And I still have a lot of trouble with jump scare stuff. But I really think that based on what all of you have said about when it was introduced to you and how you reacted and how you think about it now like I was watching I think uh, like when Farouk when you were introducing the idea for this podcast you showed us a couple I think it was the Lavender Town creepypasta that you showed us and I was like people believe this shit like (laughs) this is so stupid like this is so silly so i think it really in order to have a real relationship with it it's got to get you when you're like young and impressionable and impressionable and want to believe in like like have a more conspiratorial almost mindset because yeah i honestly like the the i've gotten caught by a couple of those jump scare videos and i just i i'm like this is so cruel it's just so yeah. mean it's so mean-spirited <laughs> so do you like, remember what you were watching th- that the jump scare popped out of like what the video was i was babysitting and it was a kid's show <gasps> damn it was, it, oh, that's, that's what i'm evil. saying it was evil. so mean-spirited 
like luckily like i don't i don't remember the, the kid didn't seem to wasn't paying attention or something but i was like how the fuck are like parents or kids supposed to know i thought this is evil evil wait evil. it was like on um, youtube or something like you were streaming yeah it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like a YouTube <laughs> Parents, show. check your kids' YouTube TV shows. People they were doing that. And then I started reading there. about, I started reading about, like, Momo, which That's I think what I was gonna is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. is similar. And it was like, so this is a whole phenomenon of people doing this. And I, so I like the idea of, like, digital horror stories and, like, camp ghost stories. But, um, yeah, no, I, I just, I, don't even like uh i'm just scared in the world i feel like i don't need i don't need horror i don't need scary stuff for entertainment because i'm like i already feel unsafe that's (laughs) fair the watching the slender man videos this time around like the marble hornets thing was because i'm less impressionable i definitely had a had a different appreciation for them this time around Mm mm-hmm word all right so i will uh thank you everyone for sharing oh also i want to say that i never heard of marble hornets uh, until you brought it up word good to know so uh for me as you can probably tell um i was that young impressionable child who got onto the internet very early and developed a hyperfixation on this stuff. Um, I, uh, my introduction really to creepypastas was through Slender Man as the most popular thing, most popular creepypasta. Um, the Marble Hornets entry, I pretty much jumped on it co- happenstance basically from entry one, um, which... It aired in 2009. I was born in 98, so I was 11 at the time. So I was like 5th grade, 6th grade, uh, still in elementary school, and it carried through. I was keeping up to date with all the latest entries. I was subscribed um, to Marble Hornets, uh, you know, throughout middle school. So I... And then through that, you know, I started reading, like... I've talked before, I think, about how I've never actually watched Spongebob, but I knew about Squidward's suicide. I was like, damn, I feel bad for these Before you watched a single episode of Spongebob. I've never seen Spongebob, but I know about Squidward dying. Uh, And like (laughs) Lavender Town, Sonic.exe, you know, like Pokemon Lost Silver, all of the haunted Pokemon ones. I was also very into because I think a lot of us here. So did you even know that Spongebob was a comedy? (laughs) No, probably not, honestly. (laughs) <laughs> that probably would explain, honestly, why I would flip through TV channels as a kid and see, like, Spongebob on Nickelodeon and just be like, I just don't like the vibe. And I would move on. <laughs> that was probably why, honestly. Um, but yeah, this shit got me very early and probably to my detriment. Like, it freaks me out, right? Because, like, I was very young. And I re- and like so many people online like try to try to feed into the thing of like trying to convince you that all of this stuff is real. I mean, this is early YouTube, right? It's vlogging. It's all about the naturalistic. Like, look at my life, and here is a found footage web series on the platform where people showcase their quote unquote real selves before 
we all realize that it's all very fake. Um, so as a young kid, I was like, damn, Slenderman might low-key be real. <laughs> and so I was like, and you know, as a child, if you actually believe that, I was like, damn, <laughs> that life sucks. I Didn't don't wanna... like some real kid get killed over some Slenderman shit? I swear. There was a near fatal stabbing. No kid okay. has ever died. Oh my god. People but find there a way was to to ruin an attack. Everything. Yeah. There was an attack. What happened? Um there was a kid who Oh, like, I ha- I found it. Uh two 12-year-old girls lured their friend into a forest and stabbed her 19 times in an attempt to appease the fictional character Slenderman. Yes. Bruh. So yeah, to give you an idea, like yeah, if you're young and impressionable, this is not great. Um, but I'm I'm I just like sat in my room, anxious about the potential existence of uh, Slenderman, and then I got over it, right? But like for a while, I was like, damn, what if he is though? And then I would talk to to a friend who also watched it. It's like, yeah, he's not real. The creators are have said it's a fake show. And then they'd be, and I'd be like, "You right? What if he is though?" <laughs> and then that was basically my life as a young child. And then, uh, so like, this has just always been in the back of my mind as just like a thing of just like a natural kind of somewhat morbid, macabre interest in horror. You know, I guess. Um, so that's like my, I guess, history with the medium of like I just had a very strong hyperfixation on it probably too young uh but you know i'm normal now so it's fine <laughs> Can't uh confirm. she is very normal thank you thank you um so going on from that i explained you know creepypastas we've talked a little bit about creepypastas in general so i do want to talk and give a little overview about slender man so F- slender man is a fictional supernatural character that orig- originated as a creepypasta internet meme created by the Something Awful Forum user Eric Knudsen in 2009. He is depicted as a thin, unnaturally tall humanoid with a featureless head and face wearing a black suit. Um, Slenderman was created on June 10th, 2009 on a thread in the Something Awful internet forum. Um, The thread was a Photoshop contest in which users were challenged to create paranormal images. Uh, forum poster Eric Knudsen, under the pseudonym Victor Surge, contributed two black and white images of groups of children to which he added a tall, thin, spectral figure wearing a black suit. Although previous entries on the forum thread had consisted solely of photographs, Surge supplemented his submissions with snatches of text, supposedly from witnesses, describing the abductions of the groups of children and giving the character the name The Slender Man. Um... So after this was posted, this was basically the winner of the Photoshop contest. It blew up. Everyone was like, damn, that was a, that's a really good original design for a paranormal creation and yada yada. Um, and so it quickly took over the internet. And I believe, let me double check the exact days. So June 10th, 2009... Uh, is when the Slender Man is first posted to Something Awful Forums. June 20th, 2009, 10 days later, the first entry of Marble Hornets goes up on YouTube. Damn, they were just like, let's do it. 
they they saw that they were they were like this is blowing up let's make a web series about this guy and it blew up and you know if you remember watching the first entry uh it is literally just like the premise it's just a black screen with white text explaining like i'm gonna go through my friend's old tapes and see what's going on here um so he had some time to really get the production going, but he basically dropped that shit onto the internet to be like, yo, we're using this character to make some shit happen uh, very quickly. Um, so yeah, Slenderman has since become, I would argue, pretty much indisputably the most famous like creepypasta horror story from the internet. There are two video games about him, Slender the Eight Pages and its sequel game, Slender the Arrival. It inspired the Enderman in Minecraft uh, it started all of these web series, Marble Hornets oh, being yeah. the most popular one. Um, there was a 2015 film adaptation of Marble Hornets, which was called Always Watching, a Marble Hornets story. Then there was a 2018 film called Slenderman, which was just a tried and true like Hollywood movie. Um, and there was also a documentary about Slenderman relating to the crime near fatal stabbing we mentioned earlier called Beware the Slender Man, basically a response documentary talking about Beware the Slender Man, yo, this is bad for kids um, type thing. So, you know, like, this was huge for years and years and years. Um, and uh, the thing that I think, along with it going viral through that forum, that really launched Slender Man as this most famous creepypasta was the... Uh, web series that I asked all of us to watch for this episode called Marble Hornets. So Marble Hornets is an alternate reality game YouTube web series inspired by the Slenderman online mythos. Um, the basic premise is that a guy named Jay, he's a young man who attempts to find out what happened during the filming of Marble Hornets, an unfinished student film project helmed by his friend Alex. Alex had ad- abruptly ended the project after only three months of production where he left the tapes of raw footage with Jay, cut contact with him, and transferred schools. You know, years later, Jay decides to watch the tapes, and he discovers that um, the filming of Marble Hornets seemed to be hampered by this menacing presence of a humanoid humanoid figure known as the Operator, which is the Slender Man. He is nicknamed the Operator in the Marble Hornets story, and appears to have constantly stalked Alex. And then eventually, as the series goes on, the Slender Man starts to stalk our main character, Jay. And the story goes on from there. Um, so I wanted to ask y'all, uh, I'm assuming y'all mentioned some of you were familiar with Marble Hornets, some of you were not. Upon visiting this as grown 2022 people, I kind of want to just know from what we've watched, uh, kind of a review, introspective, retrospective, like, what do y'all think? What did y'all think of this YouTube web series? You know, whoever wants to start, just your general thoughts on Marble Hornets as a as a horror web series. Well, it made me it made me nostalgic for the little videos that me and my cousins would make when we were at my grandparents' house together. <laughs> like it really <laughs> had that vibe. Like we we got a we got a video camera and we're gonna yeah. have fun. It's in so DIY backyard. Yeah. Uh, but, and also the acting was truly Oscar worthy, especially Jessica. Jessica deserves an Oscar for her performance. Um, 
but it was so earnest that I was I was taken by it really quickly. Like I was really invested all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Malia, you said Jessica deserves an Oscar. I would say that after I watch Rick and Morty. Um, I was going to say, what was I going to say? Sorry, what did you just <laughs> You wanted to get that Rick and Morty joke <laughs> off that you forgot your point. Yeah, I totally forgot my point. Um <laughs> Okay, as far as like ARGs go, this is a really sick one. Like <laughs> I've seen I've seen like uh Adam Tutorial and like a couple other mm-hmm. like like just things that people have like made and like make you wanna or make them want you to believe that this is like really happening like alongside our reality and this was one where i was like okay like i can see why people are very like scared by this premise like it does feel very real in the way that like they film everything like it feels like i don't know they they weren't trying to make it look like you know it was altered in any way that was like you know you know done by like someone else like this feels like very like they found this footage like yeah they did a good job of editing the footage to make it look like it was real yeah i like it i love it actually and i want to finish it all mm-hmm. i'm down for us to finish it i wasn't that scared for a lot of it but there were, were some moments like when they go into abandoned houses which they seem to be doing a lot and yeah. shit just looks messed up like, they actually fucked up someone's whole house for the production. And that's the stuff that I think really immerses you into this Slenderman world. Because I, I, I was just like, damn, you really committed to this. Like, it looks like a busted up, like, bando. And then there's, like, a bunch of stuff on the floor. There's barely any light. The dude will be sifting through a room and walk and turn the corner. But then you hear, like, a... And he's like, what was that? And he'll turn the camera. And then there's a shadow... And then he turns back and there's no shadow and then he'll run away and then someone like starts fighting him. Do you remember yeah. when they he fought that guy early? I was like, oh my god, what is happening? Also, um, just real quick, the made the way they made Slenderman look like on camera is fucking scary. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. They really like just had some like lurking figure just like move in their videos. It was just like he was tall as fuck too. Who the they got Shaq in there? Like yeah, yeah. The That's what last... I was most curious about how they managed like the actual Slenderman character himself. Like, what mm. was that? Just like one of their buddies in stilts, or was he superimposed? Or it was giving stilts vibes. Yeah. But that's something that I really enjoyed about uh, this Marble Hornet series. That I feel like a lot of horror movies miss, especially horror movies that are trying to deal with something that is out of human knowledge, like cosmic horror type of stuff. They show way too much of the, mm-hmm. the fearful creature or being. Um, but Marble Hornets doesn't really do that. They do things with editing to either like clog up the, the visuals or, or there's like a high pitched noise or they'll chop up some footage. Um, Cause in the series, if you haven't seen it, when the Slenderman gets near People start to get nauseous and kind of pass out, uh, it it seems like. Correct me Mm -hmm. if I'm wrong. I didn't finish the late game episodes. But at least in the early ones, like, man's get woozy when he comes close. 
and they did that really well. I, I, I was actually like, damn, I hope he doesn't get close here. Because yeah. they truly are powerless. I don't, I don't know how they would even survive this monstrosity. Um, yeah, I will say I have not seen this basically since I was, uh, I was a child. Um, you know, I have not revisited revisited the series really since, and I purposefully, knowing I was going to host this episode, you know, in like months in advance, I purposefully, even though I knew, like in my brain, like, oh my god, I want to start talking about this, like I held off on watching it until we could watch it together. And upon revisiting it as like a, you know, twenty something in twenty twenty two, yeah, I agree. I was really impressed with a lot of it. Um, like early on, there are a few entries where it's like you distort the audio and you blur out the camera and it's like, okay, I can kind of see like simple, easy tricks, but especially later on. And, uh, if you watch from the playlist I sent, so there's the main channel, Marble Hornets, and then there's the to the arc channel, which would be these third 15 second to one minute, really cryptic, like black and white weird edit things and basically the to the arc youtube channel was supposed to be like someone who was working with the slender man basically egging on our main character um is kind of the premise there um so like this mysterious anonymous figure who seemingly knows where jay is going and knows what jay is doing would be posting these like really cryptic videos um, with these really weird edits to kind of, like, egg him on or make him uncomfortable. And you, the viewer, being like, oh, shit, like, someone's on to him. Somebody knows where he is. Somebody broke into his house and is recording him while he's sleeping. Shit like that. Um, especially those videos, once you get later on, I'm like, this is, like, cool editing. Especially as, like, just a pure, like, DIY, some guy probably in Premiere, you know, making this shit. As, like, a film, former film school guy, like, I was, like... This is cool. Like, I, w- I hope I want to know how you made some of these edits and did some of this stuff because it, like, looks creepy. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, also similarly. Just planning that all out. Like, yeah. how do you think, like, what is the pre production for a, a project like this? It's just it's kind of yeah. mind blowing to think. Because, like, over the span of time that it is, too, right? It's like multiple years of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how far in advance are you storyboarding this shit? And- right. Because, yeah. like, uh, I'd imagine that during the release schedule, too, and this is something that I, watching back on it, really missed, um, was just following the mystery in real time and, like, mm-hmm. you know, jumping through forum posts and, like, comments and, like, looking at fan theories. Because um, I remember being around for, like, Alan Tutorial when that shit was happening. And that's, like, yes. the thing that I really stuck to versus Marble Hornets. Um, and that was fun, just, like, um, piecing together fan theories in the comments section um, as we all have indulged in from time to time. Um, yeah. And with this, it was just, it, it felt more engaging because it's like, because it's on a website where like real people post shit, this feels so real. And mm-hmm. um, I, I wish more ARGs were around because I miss this shit a lot. Yeah. This is what this made me realize. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, have there been any in recent years? Like past couple of years? Notable ones? Like, the biggest ones that I remember, and this is still, like, over five years ago, was just, like, all, all the other Alan Resnick shit that he yeah. did with, like, uh, Adult Swim. This house has people in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah. There's um, one recently Alan Resnick did, but it isn't really, like, an ARG, I don't think. 
That was like the house thing, right? Yeah. Like a weird house. (laughs) What's the scariest thing that happened to all of you? In real life? Yes. Hmm. Uh... I think in recent, let me just go first because I've said this on the pod before. Mm -hmm. It's like when my webcam or my like Nest camera got hacked. Uh, I still don't know who did it. I still haven't found that out. Um, So there might be a little hacker ghost somewhere on my computer or in my network um, Uh, listening right now. And that's always nice. What the listeners don't know is this is actually the post post ARG that Daniel is starting up. (laughs) This is us dropping the hints. Oh my God. (laughs) scariest thing for me I, there's a lot of, a lot of scary things happened to me I'll, I'll say it but the one I remember the most is when I was on this like spider web y'all ever been to a playground they have a spider web of like ropes mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like a dome situation and I was climbing at the top of it and then I fell off the top and then I grabbed the bottom one like I went like and then I grabbed the bottom ring and I was like, oh my God, I almost died. Um, but I didn't. Let's I'm go. alive. We made it. We Real made Spider-Man it. moment. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you clutched Real it. American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> yep. I have like a, a story. It's like spooky, I guess. Or I guess in hindsight, Whoa. it's kind of spooky. So Mm -hmm. when I was like 11 or so, I had a very scary dream. And in the dream, what I can remember what happened was there was a voice that I can remember the sound of that voice very vividly to this day, but it was like, it's me. And it woke me up from the dream. And I remember it was coming up from like a cellar or something. (laughs) Yeah, right? Like it would be like a little mouse. So that moment when i wake up from that i feel like a rumbling in my house like the house is shaking and so i'm like oh shit okay i run downstairs because like everyone's sleeping it's like midnight and i'm like okay something must have fallen or something there must be an earthquake or something but earthquakes don't happen in ethiopia like often so yeah i go downstairs nothing in the house has changed but everything just feels like off so I just, like, I say, fuck it. I go back upstairs. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. Everything's going to be fine. And I wake up tomorrow morning. Everything is fine. And I tell my sister about the dream, and I tell her that there was, like, an earthquake last night. And she was like, I didn't feel anything like you're tripping. So, yeah. That was, that's my spooky, scary story. Damn. (laughs) Whoa. I mean, so Was there an earthquake? Did you look it up? No, there wasn't an earthquake. It was just like I was the only person that felt that. <laughs> you got out of bed and went downstairs. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, is this the end of the world? Like, <laughs> do I need to leave right now? <laughs> what did you want to see when you went downstairs? <laughs> I wanted to see my family downstairs. Like, oh, Drink yeah. one gl- last <laughs> glass <leaving>. of milk. <laughs> <laughs> you went downstairs like something shifted. They all were just <laughs> jumping on the bottom floor trying to wake you up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the scariest thing that's happened. We're talking scary stories. Like, ghost stories. I can't think of, like, something, like, legit scary that happened. But uh, a couple years ago, I went to a cottage 
with my friend and her dad and it was like the cottage was built so that like the top floor had like the kitchen and the living room and one of the bedrooms and then like the basement had the other bedrooms where me and my friend were staying and we had our own separate rooms but it was like it wasn't that creepy because it was like a a pretty above ground basement like it was just the lower level but I noticed because like obviously being cottage and kitschy the whole house was like wooden and it was very creaky and I noticed that when I was in bed I could always hear like whenever anyone was walking around upstairs it sounded like it was a creaking noise but then also if like my door was opening and closing it was kind of it made like a similar creaking noise and so one night I left I left the door ajar and I could have sworn all night like I heard it creaking open and closed but like I would look and there was nothing and so I was like okay this is getting annoying let me just close the door um and then I will and then I'll know that if I hear creaking that it's definitely just the floor upstairs and it's not it's not the door and uh I swear I mean, I've had, I've had like, uh, like sleep paralysis type things before, but at one point I heard a creaking and I woke up and I looked up and I saw this little kid in pajamas, like open the door and run towards me in my bed. Good mood. The kid was in a good mood. I just specifically remember it was like a little, a little kid like little boy probably like six years old with like a little like white blonde like mushroom cut and these like victorian or nah no he was wearing like just like regular kids pajamas they look like black pajamas with like stars on them and he just like runs up to me the side on the side of my bed and then just like disappears and it was so so vivid and when i opened the door my bedroom door was open and so i was like damn that's crazy if the if the uh, kid had like seemed hostile, I would have I would have been like, sorry, I guess Rosa and I are sleeping in the same bed tonight. But oh my god, I just like how is that gonna stop murder kid? He was he didn't murder. He just like came to say what's up and then and then and then left. Like no, I will say that like being like I next said, to it very person. well could have. It does make a big difference, but like. Like I said, I've had like sleep paralysis type stuff before, so I it you know, I definitely could have imagined it, but that was the closest thing to a paranormal encounter that I had, and I'm glad that it wasn't like a a bad one for the most part. Oh no. But yeah. my door stayed <laughs> firmly scary. shut the rest of the the rest of the trip. Jeez. How much longer were you there for? This is probably like a few days into a week long trip. So I, it was like halfway through. I was like, what the inciting incident of the horror movie. <laughs> and the time. thing is, is we, I don't, I don't, I don't mess with that stuff. Like, I don't go to a cottage with my friends. I don't. One of my friends was just telling me the plot of Evil Dead recently. Oh, I just saw Evil Dead two in theaters. Crazy. Is the first the first one? It's like so they take the there's the girl who's like going through withdrawal basically, and like her and her friends go to like a cottage, and then a bunch of yeah. crazy shit happens. The minute that like something start like the minute 
someone said, oh, it smells kind of weird in here, I'd be like, something smells kind of weird in the cabin that our family hasn't used in a decade. Like, we are immediately getting an Airbnb. Immediately. <laughs> like, I would not entertain it for a second. Oh, my God. Out of the five of us, who do you think would get uh, possessed by a demon the fastest? Fuck it. Wow. That was quick. Can you explain, Max? Yeah. I feel like they're just Please. like a willing vessel. <laughs> you give willing vessel type vibes. I was going to say the second so you said up. the, the second you said just like a slut just the, uh, damn. <laughs> demon slut. the second you said funky I agreed but I was going to say I think funky would do it for clout oh, hey. <laughs> so, for getting possessed for clout I got possessed at 3am <laughs> yeah. not clickbait not clickbait exactly. I would do that yeah. I wouldn't get I would not be a willing vessel Guys, I'm not a Stop. slut anymore. Who started the rumor that I'm a willing vessel? <laughs> I I am trying to give final girl energy. I thought that was obvious to y'all, but I guess not. But I feel like that's what you'll huh. do to be final girl. You know, like you will sacrifice your own body so you can be that last person there. You know, mm. you're just the one that killed everyone else. I don't know. When I asked the question, <laughs> maybe it's just because I was looking at Daniel, but I was like. I could see you getting possessed really quickly. So, like, here's my, my theory of how it would happen. So, I'd be, like, in a library. I'd see, like, a little glowing book on the shelf. And I'd be interested in it because it's a fucking glowing book. Who wouldn't? And I'd pick it up. I Ooh, open it shiny. Up, I'm reading it. And it's, like, a, a fucking... It's a demon contract or some shit. Or it's, like, a, a curse. I don't know. And then I get possessed and then I die. And I'm, like, this, that's the opening scene of the movie. Dudes will say you shiny and then pick up a cursed <laughs> book. <laughs> Why? Dudes be like, <laughs> ooh. I would open the grimoire. That is me. <laughs> Whoa. If if one of us got bit by a zombie and didn't tell, who would it be? Me. Whoa. I would tell. What would Actually, your purposes be? Is this like a malicious not telling? Or no, like... I would forget. I would forget to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow! What? How do you forget that? Oh, uh, by the way, guys, uh, two days ago a zombie bit me. <laughs> so, <laughs> you start like slobbering as you say it. You start attacking us, bro, <laughs> bro, bro. Oh my goodness. Um, do we have any final things we want to say about Slenderman and the Marble Hornets? Uh series before we move on to our final segment i got one thing to say about slendy his arms too big for he goddamn suit true for real tailors a suit like that go to a tailor for real right oh goofy ass more like broke man man. (gasps) broker man broker man man. Uh (laughs) uh-huh Oh, that's why he wants my paper. Oh, <laughs> I get yeah. it now. Okay. Yeah. Slender Man looks like a couple of kids in a trench coat. Vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, they could For be real. stacked in that suit. Maybe that's how they did it. Oh. But actually, I like. I genuinely really enjoyed it. I actually... Yeah. I, it was fun. And at certain... Like, the one that we watched right before we recorded was so dramatic 
<laughs> and like the, like the the hyperventilating into the camera and can you just... can you paint the picture for the listeners who so we watched i think it was entry 73 and someone goes they're holding a camera and they walk into a house and they just come across <laughs> a dude's hogtied yeah his mouth he's not bound he's just like hogtied and then the the camera holder looks at him and then goes into the kitchen grabs a knife out of the one of the drawers and then brings it back and throws it on the floor and then it it looked like the cutscene from a video game full with like the person just sort of wriggling on the floor and being like hey man what are you doing and i can totally picture it's like if you press a it's like kick and he'll be like oh why'd you do that or <laughs> press square help and then you get to you you can help and uh but the person who had the camera was not part of the story or not like on the in with the story and that it was actually we were seeing the person who was recording title it got that one was that threw me for a loop but it was very like a lot of you know hyperventilating into the camera and manically like going through medicine cabinets and finding nothing it was it was like a video game. It was like I've clearly... never like searched through a drawer with that much like intensity ever yeah, in my life. That much zeal. And then um, they found a knife in that drawer. Yeah, it wasn't even a knife drawer. Is the fucked up thing. <laughs> True. There was a wooden spoon in that in there. Anyway, but it it was good. I liked it a lot. I didn't think I would. Ooh. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think I was gonna like it. That's fair. Yeah, uh, it was... Max. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, Oh, that's all I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Am I saying something? I think Slenderman, uh, he needs to be, he needs to count his fucking days. That's for sure. Because if me and my friends are out in the woods. We're skewering his ass and we're killing him and we're feeding him to the birds. Damn. <laughs> all I'm saying, if Slenderman were me and my friends, we would have beat him to death with hammers. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that much. Yep. <laughs> you better not show your face on this Discord server, Mr. <laughs> Slender Man. Slendy boy. Uh, Funke, what about you? Final thoughts? Make more ARGs, please. Yeah. I don't want to make them. That's too much work. <laughs> but if you make it, I'll watch it. I will also watch it. Uh, Daniel, what about you? Uh, I'm in the same boat. I really do just miss... Like, it, it was a different time. Um... And it was, like, only fucking, like, seven years ago. Um, I... Maybe... Okay. Like, I, I think I remember seeing, like, a similar kind of Twitter ARG. Um, it just didn't hit the same. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen ARGs on, like, other websites. Like, brands will try and do things where you, like, link hop and stuff like that. And it's just not <laughs> fun. Nothing is as fun as, like, uh, a YouTube channel from, like, 2008. Um, I think they have, like, that... Um, the je ne sais quoi. I don't know what what else to call it. That yeah. um, like the uh, like have streamers not done it too. Like, I feel like yeah. people could do that. Like yeah, like a German Twitch yeah. stream. Yeah, but you know how all those like big streamers like know each other. They could set some shit up. Like they do all those game shows and stuff. Like I, I don't know if they want to invite more speculation into their lives. Um, mm. Just like there are enough freaks out there who do that for their normal streams. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I don't, I don't know. That could be fun, too. Maybe there is, like, a way to do horror on, like, live streaming in a way that actually works. Because it's, like, 
functionally how different from it uh different from youtube is it right like um when you upload the video versus you go live and the vod is saved that would be cool and i just want more like cool horror args because um just engaging with traditional horror is very hard for me sometimes and mm-hmm. to have like this interactive thing um where i feel like i'm just like digging through like wikipedia at 3 a.m i think that that is how i like to use the internet that's fair it's fun yeah um, my final thoughts on it, I feel like I'm kind of similar to you, Malia, in the sense that I was honestly expecting to revisit this and be like, it hasn't really aged that well, It it's mostly corny or something, you know, because I hadn't seen it. And yeah, I was pleasantly surprised upon revisiting it. I'm like, no, this is pretty freaky, and they create the atmosphere really well, and especially as mm-hmm. the entries go on, you can tell they like hone their craft, but still keep it DIY. There's some parts that legitimately freak me out. Like one of the early entries where it's just like late at night and he goes through that abandoned apartment and the dude in the mask is there. Yeah. Um, the shot where you see him in the mask, I'm like, oh, like <laughs> that shit got me. There's an entry, a few entries later, where it's like one of the old entries from uh, from like Alex's tapes where they're on the set and they're just in the woods filming like for his movie and the guy holding the camera just pans over and like Slenderman is like distant in the background, like amongst the trees. And I and like again, like film school me was like, that's just a good shot. Like that was really good. Like, thank you for that. That was sick. Um and yeah, there's just a lot of moments. Um there's a moment later where we get a tape of Alex and he's with like his assumed girlfriend, and she's holding one of his old cameras. And, and he's, like, put it away. And when she eventually goes to put it away, Slenderman's, like, right behind her. And it's, like, the closest thing to a jump scare you get in the the series. And that was another one where I was, like, that's a really good entry. Like, that's a good three-minute short film, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and, yeah, I agree. I think the way they, like, designed Slenderman from a production standpoint and everything was really impressive. So, yeah, I was... I was really happy to revisit it and be like, this is this still holds up as like pretty good internet horror. Um and yeah, I'm down to finish it sometime soon. Um But yeah, I one thing I wanted to end on is like the final segment is uh, you know, it's creepypastas, it's scary stories. But I feel like part of the reason, you know, we're kind of talking about, like, why don't people make ARGs and why I feel like creepypastas have kind of had their heyday to a certain extent um, is I feel like, you know, the sentiment, Malia, you shared at the beginning of, like, I feel vulnerable enough in real life. I don't really want to seek this out. I feel like feels especially true online these days with how uh, shitty... 2022 sometimes can feel and i think the response to that is to kind of make a joke out of everything um and i think you know we've been on the internet for a while now and everybody's got jokes about everything right so i think it's hard to make internet horror in earnest these days to a certain extent and one of the ways i wanted to capture that in this final segment is i have some uh Horror stories I want us to read around the internet campfire here from the subreddit r slash two sentence horror. Um, 
that it this also comes from the Twitter account Bad Two Sentence Horror, where they screenshot the really funny two sentence horrors um, that come from this subreddit. So I'm gonna uh, post a few of these in the meeting room voice chat, and I want each of you to take one and give your best scary story around the campfire voice ready and uh, tell and just like say this quick two-sentence horror. So this first one here, uh, Max, if you could read it, okay, that would be great. Let me, give me one second to get it up. All right. <clears throat> I'm sending it in the meeting room voice chat we have I'm, here. I'm, I'm clearing my throat. Okay. All right. So imagine this. It almost feels like Christmas. Except, I've got no eggnog. Thankfully, I can just milk some more from my creature. (laughs) (laughs) Is that scary? What's so scary about that? It's it's like the eggnog cow? The eggnog (laughs) creature? Yes. What do you think that looks like? What kind of creature... Whoa. Why is it tagged spoiler? (laughs) Spoilers. There's a life spoiler. Watch out. Christmas spoiler. Okay. Uh, Malia, this this one's yours. Here you go. I'm so sorry, I said as I entered the child murder dungeon. I'll show you no mercy, said the child who was about to murder me. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> Y'all wanted a huh. twist, eh? Why did they say sorry? Yeah, huh. yeah why? Very <laughs> intruding? I guess. Did they just, like, stumble into the child murder I dungeon? I think that's Whoops. what it is, that they accidentally went into the child murder dungeon... Oh yeah, you know what? Actually, this one's deep because it's almost—it's like they're sorry. They're saying sorry yeah. for having to murder a child, but it turns out they're actually the victim and not the perpetrator. Ah, yeah. So instead of saying like "I'm so sorry," it's like "Oh, I'm so sorry. Where, where am I?" And then the kid is like, "I'll show you no mercy." Yes, and stabs him. I thought they were saying right. sorry that they forced like the kid's hand. You know what I mean? Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> a lot of interpretations. Child, That's what I love the child about child doesn't this seem story. too upset about it. Make you think. All right, uh, Daniel. This mm-hmm. one. This one's yours. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> After many years, I'd finally found the person who ruined my life, and now I'm gonna kill them. <laughs> Mark from Walmart. Count your days. Damn. <laughs> this reads like a Facebook post. Like a regular <laughs> Facebook post. This is a normal Facebook post. <laughs> wow. I hope they get him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Alright. Uh Funke. Here you go. Okay, let me read this. Your man crush Monday got electrocuted by his Fitbit in the rain. 
He passed out in the streets while you tweeting, it is what it is, because you think he's ignoring you. That is not what I said. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm reading the wrong thing. Um, unfortunately, your son is allergic to being stabbed, miss, the doctor said. No, the mother said, as he pulled the knife out of her son. <laughs> This is a picture. <laughs> this is. See, People this are... makes you th- think because if he wasn't allergic, then would he have been fine? <laughs> of course. What universe are they living in? No one uploaded this. Very Lovecrafty. <laughs> yeah, no Four one uploaded. comments. Huh. <laughs> All right. I'm going to send the last one and I'm going to read it out loud. Here we go. Whew, that was a hard day of work, I uttered as I lay down. You're telling me, said the seven-foot gorilla, standing at the foot of my bed. Is that Winston? It's Winston. It's Winston. Did you like my Winston voice? You're telling me? <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> Whoa. That's horror. That's scary. That's that could be a good sitcom, though, is the thing. <laughs> Just me and my gorilla. My brother, my roommate. brother, and, and my gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> and me. My gym partner's a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and his name is Winston. All right. Well, thank you all for indulging me for Ghost Post. Uh, now let's move on to our segment, Alt-Tab, where we talk about the media we've been consuming that we want to recommend to all of our ghoulish listeners. Ooh. Who's up to bat? Who's got uh, something to recommend? If you have something scary to recommend, uh, since it is October, feel free. But it doesn't have to be. You know, I'm not going to force your hand or anything. Give me one second. Someone go before. I'm still thinking. I guess I can go. I haven't really been doing too much. Uh, I haven't been doing anything scary. I'll tell you that. Um, I have been... um, on the precipice of a, another 100-hour Persona 5 playthrough. Ooh. Uh, I'm back in the pit. Uh, Royal came out for PC, and um, they've changed enough that the game is interesting to me again. So uh, I've just accepted it. This is just going to be my life for the next couple of weeks, and that's okay. They it's do fun. add a bunch of dialogue and cutscenes. Like They have like a whole extra chunk in each conversation, I swear. Mm-hmm. But you'd be skipping the cutscenes anyway. <laughs> some of them. Some of them. Like the ones that I know I've seen. Um, okay. But like there's there's enough new ones sprinkled in there that it's like not just me skipping for hours and hours. Um, and I like hanging out with my friends anyway. So I'll listen to them say the same shit I heard them say like fucking four years ago or whatever. Mm. So nice. true. Um, all right, I'll, I'll say it. 
<sighs> I've been watching Friends. <gasps> that is scary. <laughs> That's the scariest wreck you could give. I have been watching Friends. Steffi turned it on while she was here uh, from season three. And I was just like playing games and stuff and it was on in the background. But then a few episodes in, I was just like, chime me in like, man, this Ross guy needs to shut up. He needs to get his <laughs> act together and stay away from her. Like I, there's something about that get show where job. it just stay away from her. <laughs> yes, fully. It, it's just honestly, it's a well-written show. So we watched seasons three, four, and we're starting five. But then when we started five, we were like, let's go back to one because I missed one and two. And everyone I said, everyone I spoke to that I told I was watching Friends, they said, oh, season one is the best. I have to tell them all that they're lying. Season one is okay. I don't think they know what the characters are yet. I don't think they know what the show is yet. They're going for these emotional beats that I don't think they deserve and they don't land them ever. They tried to get me care about someone's Nana. I'm like, who is this person? Like, it, it was just so out of the blue when all of their other dialogue is just like joke after joke after joke after joke that I just don't think their emotional beats hit. Um, but I, I really enjoy the show. I think it's funny. It's a, I've been watching a lot of things that the fan bases have annoyed me for years, and I've been constantly realizing that these things are actually most of the time very good the source material but it's just when when things get a fandom and they get so big and overhyped it's just annoying i don't know i not to sound negative but i'm there's something about it when it becomes uncontrollable and people just talk about something in a in such a massive gargantuan hype over years and years and years it's it's off-putting but to just stumble into it like a like like void from all of that traction and all of that hype when things have like died down i think it's a really good way to get into stuff because you can really go at it with your own opinion and and just be like okay i like this i like that or i don't like this i don't like how they did that and when i interact with media that's the stuff that i love to do the most and i've been doing with friends good show i'm team monica she's so cool that's fair did you get to the episode where Ross eats all the other friends? Or yeah. Whatever? Yeah. yeah. That it actually happens to? really early on. Yeah. It's yeah. like a season two. And it plays out in his stomach. And the but rest no, I got for the rest of the show. Yeah, the rest of the show Ross is him just, it's just him painting with his like food in prison <laughs> on the walls. Oh my god. It's all in his mind, the story of friends. Yeah. That's friends. the big reveal. Holy shit. Oh, I will say, I got to the episode where Ross says Rachel. Insanity. Oh. Insanity. Oh, at the wedding? Bruh. Literally yeah. a certified bruh moment. I'm spoiling Friends right now. I don't give a shit. Whoa, Close this podcast fine. if you're not, if you care about Friends spoilers. What the fuck? Ross is getting married to a beautiful woman somehow. He is at the altar and says the wrong person's name. Damn. He says, I, I do take you, Rachel, instead of Emily. One Cancel of the most that, epic man. takedowns in sitcom history. Top 10 anime betrayals. That's, that, that's history Ross right to there. Emily. Yeah. Um, shall I go? Yeah, sure. I've been reading Hunter x Hunter. I'm now all the way caught up with the manga. 
It's pretty good. Let's go. It's pretty good. <laughs> I will say, don't read it if you like hate reading and just want to look at pictures. Because <laughs> Togashi is writing. Don't, don't read things you have to read. And that <laughs> Some is of those pages manga. look like actual book pages. Yeah, it's crazy. Straight there up. was a. When are we gonna start in the... a rewatch? Oh, literally, we can do that today. Okay, but there's a panel in the in the second um, second to last chapter where it's just straight up. The whole thing is text, and there's one like tiny image on like the left side of the page. The rest of it is all just text, and that that hurted my head to read. I don't think I read or Books I be like comprehended most of it. Like I just like scrolled. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Hunter Hunter, good, good, um, good piece of media. Togashi, thank you so much for continuing to write it. Yeah, I am hyped for that series coming back. That's pretty crazy. Um, Malia, did you go? No. Um, what What you got? It's my favorite season of the year. It's Bachelor in Paradise season, baby. Oh, my. Bip, bip, bip. Um, it's particularly horrendous this year because they're, you know, they're combining the bachelor in paradise format with they've just literally like directly stolen from love island like we're talking like facebook stealing stories from snapchat like just blatant plagiarism um the casa more twist where they have all of the women leave the house and just give them a bunch of new guys and then they give all the remaining guys a bunch of new girls and then test their relationships but that is love island but on love island they like know that it's coming and on bachelor in paradise they're all like well i don't you know i've already made a connection and i don't want to start over and a lot of them this season just don't seem to understand how the show works which is very frustrating it's like you're there to you know be a player and 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 try new things whereas it seems like everybody just loses stamina after their first rejection and they're like i just want to go home there's not i heard someone did just go home right like didn't there was on the third week it was me three girls so it's like every week the power of the roses changes hands between the men and the women powerful statement yeah (laughs) it sounds like a game of thrones it does it does um (laughs) But basically, it's like one week the women will give out roses. There'll be more men than women, and the women will choose who they want to stay. And then the next week, they'll bring more women in, and then the men will choose who they want to stay. And at one point, the first week that the women were supposed to give out the roses, at the beginning of the week, there were 10 women, and three of them self-eliminated because they were just like, I hate it here. And they went home. Jeez. So it's this Damn. is definitely... Uh, I don't know. It's 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 trash television. Like I'm a staunch defender of reality TV. I think there's a, a pretty long episode of a certain podcast that was recorded pretty recently that would demonstrate <laughs> my reverence for reality TV. But if you want to see just like mess for mess's sake. There is four hours of Bachelor in Paradise every week. It's two hours on Mondays and Tuesdays. (laughs) Anyway. Bachelor and Bachelorette are already a huge commitment because it's two hours a week. This is four hours a week. 
Damn. I mostly also watch it for the recaps because it's this is one where it's more fun to have watched the show already when you've done that because I will listen to the recap I'll listen to recap podcasts for the regular seasons because they're not as fun but this one there's so many different storylines happening all at once that even the recappers can't like keep track of all of them and give like nuanced takes on all of them so they so you got to see it for yourself you know anyway so that takes up four hours of my time every week so yeah (laughs) but it's and it's and it's and it's 16 weeks this year no sorry no 16 episodes it's eight weeks it's eight weeks this year usually it's like Mm. it's like five or six usually this week it's here it's eight eight weeks damn all righty well uh i will close it out i will be brief in my rex for my non-scary pick uh I don't know what prompted me to to realize this. You know, I'm always realizing things. I'm always saying this. Uh, one random night, I was listening to Timely by Onri, the 1983 Japanese city pop album. Yes, sir. Classic. And, you know, if you know anything about that genre, you've definitely heard this artist. You know the song Windy, Windy Summer. Summer. You know the song. Yep. You know the song Remember Summer Days, etc., etc. But I sat down randomly, and I was like, let me... You know, I had the album on, and the whole album played, and it just hit... I feel like it just hit me at the right time, and I was like, this is the album of all time. Yep. Uh, So, go listen to that, and yeah, I Can't Stop the Loneliness is the greatest yep. song ever made. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that's my... It's so sad, and it comes on, like, in the middle of the album or something, and I'm just like, yeah. damn, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I really feel like that meme that's like Japanese singers singing about depression, me who can't understand Japanese, and I'm just dancing. <laughs> so true. Because that song is so fire. Uh, but yeah, that whole album is amazing. And yeah, I've just really been thinking about it. I've made it my core personality trait that that's my number one album ever now. I'm so, going to re-listen to it later. Let's go. Um, and then for my scary picks, I'm going to recommend two horror movies which are the same guy uh if you can stomach body horror trigger warning i guess for that um watch the og and the remake of suspiria those movies are so good and the soundtracks for suspiria both of them are so good the original soundtrack is iconic it's goblin right yep Hmm? it's goblin right i think it is I'm not trying to, I'm not setting you up. For you. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to get me? No, I it, swear to God, Goblin. Dario Argento Goblin. uses Goblin for every yes. soundtrack. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yes, um, yes. so Dario Argento from, for the original, I think it's like 1977 movie. Um, yeah, that theme is iconic. And also the newer Suspiria, it, I believe the soundtrack is done by Tom York. Of, uh... Radiohead. What's that band called? Of yeah, Radio thank you. Bed. Radiohead. Radio Beb. Um, but yeah, both of... The, I think the remake is really, really good. Um, I really love it. Again, if you can handle body horror, uh, watch it. If you can't, I would not recommend it. Because some of the most triggering things I've ever seen are in that movie. 
Uh, I like the remake more than the original. I'll say. I agree. I really, I love the remake, and I think it's very good. And yeah, there's some scenes in that movie that blew blow me away every time. Um, Great, great movies, great horror movies. So I would recommend those. But uh, with that, this has been Ghost Post. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Be sure to follow our podcast and give it a review on whatever uh, podcast listening service you are listening to this on. Leave a five-star review, please. Tell us how good our scary stories were. Um, And maybe let us know the scariest thing that's ever happened to you in the review as well. Why not? Yes. Um, Hit that review button. Yes. You can find the post post Twitter at Pugzine. You can find me on Twitter at FaroopCanute underscore. You can find Max on Twitter at Betatite. You can find Daniel on Twitter at Pateboard. Funke at FunkeFly. And Malia at Very underscore Baller. Yes. And there you have it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And you can also find me on Twitter on my circle um, posts only for my friends. So you can't actually see those posts. Damn. Unless you're Max's friend. Unless you're Max's friend. Unless you're my friend. Then you'll see this. Bye. Watch Black Christmas. Watch White Christmas.